Welcome to Leadership Conversations by Nick Johnson, The Untold Secrets of the C-Suite. I am speaking with industry leaders on hot and trendy topics. Enjoy the podcast. I have with me Jakob Wachowski. He's a global director, customer success offerings with Bentley Systems. He will talk to us today about customer success. Jakob, a warm welcome. How are you today? Hello, Nick. Thanks for having me. I'm excited uh, to share some of my experience today. So yeah, looking forward to it. That's great to hear. I know you're very excited about customer success. So I'm, I'm, therefore, I'm very pleased that you spare us a moment today to talk about this. Sure. Before we jump into the topic, can you just introduce yourself briefly to us? Yeah, absolutely. So look, I, I think of myself um, like, an, uh, like an entrepreneur, right? So I, I, I like to think big. I innovate where possible. I like to bring, uh, in terms of my mind, I like to bring the day one mentality into everything uh, I do, into the business. But I'm actually an, an engineering architect by background with um, a spin. I did an MBA at Imperial College. So as such, I always focus on the art of science on whatever I do, right? So, um, and, and reflecting a little bit on my past, I, you know, leading us to the customer success, um, I realized afterwards that I was actually focusing always on, on this uh, customer experience, so to speak. So whether I was designing the towers or airports in Kuwait in my past life, or building community platforms, or getting us to right now where I lead this global customer success offerings practice. Mm, okay, okay. And now I understand why the, this is uh, so close to your heart. And then we have the right the, person with us to learn from today then. So how would you define customer success and what does it mean to you? So Nick, uh, for me, customer success is really about the journey that the customer will take to be able to realize the business value or business objectives, right? From whatever they, they do, whatever business they are in. And it's really like, for me, like an engine that rewards both the customers, if applied properly, but also the shareholders or even internal stakeholders. So if I give you a bit of a context, so you know, nowadays I think we're living in the world where everything becomes as a service, where these software or hardware or services themselves as well become as a service, right? So in this context, I think that the, the revenue mix changes. You will see that the product revenue is becoming commoditized and then the services revenue instead accelerates, right? And it really overtakes the, the product revenue, especially in the technology space where I am in. So, you know, for me, the customer success is, is really born from the context of this everything as a service business model, right? And it is about the customers, about bringing the customer at the center of everything that we do. And it's really about starting with the customers and working backwards to what we need to do to get um, the customer's outcomes. And uh, so, you know, you need to organize yourself internally to help the customers realize the business value from uh, their investments, whether these are technology or hardware investments. Um, and ideally, if you do it properly, you will be able to, to, to uh, create loyal customers that rave about your product, about your business, um, because they have an exceptional experience at the end of the day, right? But looking at this from a, more from a business perspective, uh, internally inward focusing, I think is also a, a great growth engine 
right? For me, this is really like a service capability with a sales result, if you like. Okay, that sounds great. Uh, Jacobin, what would then be the three key things we need to know about customer success? Sure. So uh, I think number one, it's that the customer success is across the entire customer lifecycle. So it's really shifting the focus. If you think about a business owner, you're shifting the focus from a short-term sales, a one-off, so to speak, to the customer lifecycle value. And to do that, you know, you need to move from a transactional relationship to a partnership relationship, right? And we, and, and, and we often look at this at, at a two-sided coin in this context. So first of all, we have an internal perspective where we want to maximize sales as usual, the usage of your technology or your product, and you want to increase retention. So here we would use uh, concepts like land, adopt, expand, and renew type of life cycle. It's internally focused. And this model really helps the sales and services and the product teams maximize the customer life cycle value I was talking about. But then the second perspective is really about the, the customer perspective. I should actually start with that, right? So in this perspective, it's all about um, how to maximize the outcomes for the customers and what do they do to do that, right? What the customers do to do that. So they probably, they plan to adopt your product. They implement the product. They monitor the success of that implementation. And then they optimize the implementation itself, right? Or the, the, the product or, or whatever they do with, uh, with this. So that's number one, right? So looking at this as an entire customer life cycle. I think the second point uh, that I wanted to highlight is that it's not a department. Customer success is not a department or a function. You will likely to have a customer success department or a function, but it's, for me, this is really about the company strategy and the mindset that you want to instill within the business on how to take care of your customers beyond the customer, beyond the support, the simple support. And it really helps in that context, align the, the, your goals or vendor goals with the client goals for the outcomes that are mutually beneficial, not, not, not just beneficial for the customer, beneficial for you, but, but mutually beneficial. So that's the second, the second aspect. I think the third one, what, what I feel to highlight, that it also applies to all customers. So it's not just for, for big enterprises, it's for small enterprises as well. And, um, and it's also for, um, yeah, for different types of customers. So, so it's all customers. Don't, don't think about this as only for certain type of customers. Uh, that's, I think, the third point that I would like to highlight here. Okay, that's great, Jacob. Thank you for clarifying that. And why do then companies invest in customer success? I can imagine that the, the budgets and so on need to be clarified. So why, why should we do this? Absolutely. I think it's, it, it, it's not an easy step because you need to rewire your, uh, your engines in terms of processes, capabilities, strategies, and uh, mindsets. And uh, it's, not, uh, it's, it's a big investment, so to speak. And it's a multi-year investment. It's not something you can buy and adopt you know, in, a, in, a, in a, not even a year time. So I think it's a multi-year investment. So what I see, first of all, Nick, is that we, the world is moving towards a predictable model. Uh, recurring revenues model, right? So I was talking about the uh, as a service business model. And if you ha you're if you're a startup and you're let's say growing 200% a year, but lose half of your customers, 
you're not you're not a sustainable model, right? You, you're you're not going to grow. I mean, you're going to grow, but you're going to lose the customers, and you're gonna you're gonna probably lose some investor backing, and 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 you're going to get in trouble if you lose your customers. So, uh, but 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 then it's it, for bigger enterprises, uh, the growth is a challenge. Right, you're maybe your growth is stalling a little bit. Maybe you're growing five, 10, 20 percent a year now, uh, 20 percent if you're lucky. So here you can leverage the customer success as a growth engine. So I think you know the invest from the investment perspective, depending what type of company you are, I think can give you benefits across whether it's retention, uh, adoption, or whether it's a, it's a growth uh, growth problem. Okay, okay, and. I can imagine that there's a lot of things that have changed in your space as well. There's new trends coming and so on. So what has changed recently in the space of customer success? Yeah, well, that's a great question. So what I see um, in this space at the moment is that, first of all, the charter of customer success is evolving. So initially, uh, the organizations were focusing purely, let's say, on adoption, on, on retention, and they're now moving more and more into the expansion. In fact, in fact, about 50% of the companies are now focusing on the expansion. And I think this trends accelerate, accelerated over the last uh, months. Uh, the second trend that I see is that the companies are becoming more and more data-driven. So especially after COVID, when we sort of need to uh, trust our employees more and more, we sort of monitor, let's say, less behaviors, more outcomes. But to do that, we, you really need to be able to have this transparency embedded within your business, right? So we need to, to, to actually have confidence in, in your operations. So I see companies are more and more are building these health scores about the customers, they measure the sentiment, adoption, product performance, and so forth. So I think that's uh, the shift that is definitely accelerating. Mm. Um, I think the third one, the last one, uh, that I see is uh, about automation. And I see here a big focus on at scale engagement. So it's not just about the high touch, you know, one-to-one -one sort of touch points, but also the low touch. And how do you do the digital touch with your customers? So I see companies uh, investing a lot in this space. Okay, that's fantastic. And just to round us off with today, uh, can you say this is any way the company can leverage on customer success for an, a competitive edge? Well, Nick, I think the data is quite clear. 90% of companies, about 90% of companies expect to compete mostly on the customer experience. So the companies that invest in this capability that are more customer centric are 60% more, more profitable. So I really look at the customer success as a, uh, as a service capability with a sales result, right? But then you can ask like, which, which, which services? Well, things like implementation, support, strategy services. And you know, here you wanna to start to sell the, uh, whatever the product is. So the, the selling through existing customers via services is about five times more uh, cheap than selling to, to the new customers. And the, I can give you some data here, for instance, that um, the services leads, the, the, the leads that are generated through services generally cost about $30, while the services that come from the sales and marketing about $200, right? That's like an average of numbers. So, you know, to, to summarize, like, I, I think to give you a competitive edge, really, you, 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 it, it, you really need to invest in uh, customer success. 
I think that the organizations that adopt customer success practices will create customers for, for life and will also maximize the impact they want to have on the world. I like that. So thank you so much, Jacob. You have a lovely day. Thank you very much, Ingfers, for having me. Thank you for listening to Leadership Conversations by Nick Johnson, The Untold Secrets of the C-Suite. To listen to more episodes, please follow me on LinkedIn, Spotify, or any of my other channels. Thank you.